Hello and welcome to the first episode of our podcast and my name is Jonathan. I don't want to be very formal because it sounds very awkward and I'm not a radio DJ. And today, uh, yeah, welcome to the Burning Podcast. And who do we have here on Skype in London? Do you want to introduce yourself? I am Rachel. Yes. Hi. Hi. Hi, <laughs> hi Rachel. How's everything? How's things in London? Um, it's great. I'm currently sitting in my bedroom with one window closed because there's a peeping tom opposite my house. Can you elucidate uh, who is this peeping tom? Um, it's a. Uh, I think he's working in the construction of the house in the in the house that's opposite my house. So there's no curtains on their windows, and then I have seen him peeping through the window. For like four times already. And we have a real window situation, some Alfred Hitchcock shit going on. Yeah. Basically, uh this podcast, this burning podcast is uh is is a new podcast that is being uh created by Rachel and I. Uh so we are we have been friends for a long time and we have uh worked on films together. I'm a director and uh Rachel is a cinematographer. Uh, and because this is a cross-border collaboration on this uh, uh, podcast, uh, she, we can only do it via Skype. So we apologize for this rather schizophrenic sound quality that we have. Rachel, do you want to kick things off? Um, yeah, so let's talk about the Oscars. So today, the first episode, we're going to talk about the Oscars. Yeah. So so oh yeah. By the way, now now uh uh it, it is one a.m. right now in Singapore, and uh what what time is it there in London? Uh, five p.m. It's five p.m. It's five p.m. All right. So so Rachel, when you were watching the Oscars, uh, were you watching a repeat telecast or how 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 did the whole thing went no. down? It, it was very stupid because I wanted to stay awake to watch the telecast which was airing at 1am but I didn't want to stay up for 1am and watch 3 hours of the Oscars because to be fair I don't I don't really care about who wins sound editing and sound mixing but they are great people but I don't really care uh, so I I, would, I had to watch a highlight right. at 8am at, at in the morning I had to watch yeah. the highlights yeah. Which is pretty much the, the the whole the whole ceremony without uh, advertisements. Right. You what what, what 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 were you watching on? Was it on Sky or? It was on Now TV. It was on Now TV under Sky Cinema. Oh okay. Do you so, have to pay for yeah. it like the those kind of trial membership? Yeah. So I just signed up for a seven day trial, and then after I watched it, I cancelled subscription. So. So do you, do you watch the the red carpet? I guess that's where we are starting from. I. I only caught like maybe 15 minutes of the red carpet. By the way, uh, in, in Singapore, the Oscars is back on Channel 5, which is uh, our English broadcast channel for the first time in a which long is like, time. Yeah, it's like quite a long time yeah. since it's back in. Yeah, in back, back then, I, I don't know where they, I guess. It was, was like HBO for HBO, a good time. Star movies. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and you had to pay for all the subscription, which is quite BS, lah. And I, I think there's a there's a feeling when you watch the red carpet, you know, at at the start, you you feel like you are. It's, you you know it's like you when you you start eating steamboat in Chinese New Year, you feel very excited. <laughs> but then after that, halfway, you just like, oh my god, why am I, 
what is this going on and on like like you just too feel like, yeah too full already and I think the Oscars kind of feel that way you have that excitement but then after that it's three just... hours later you feel damn full you can't eat anymore and then all of a sudden you find that secret cheese tofu that's at the bottom and then you take it it's like mm, this is a gem this is what a great way to end <laughs> And, and what what is the cheese what is the cheese tofu of this year's Oscars you would say? Wait, the Oscar ceremony or the the oh, the red carpet ceremony? I, I I don't know the the whole Oscars as a whole. What 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 is the cheese tofu? I think the cheese tofu is that rapping dude, right? I I don't even know his name. I really I know the recap the recap rapping dude with Questlove behind. Yeah, <laughs> I think okay. I don't I don't think I don't think he's the cheese tofu. I think in like high dilau terms, he's the guy that comes in and then whips the the noodle and then wow, like there's all this flair and then you eat it. It's like, mm, okay, done. That was good. And then over, you move on. I I I think I think right. I think this year, uh, if we are keeping with the steamboat analogy, because there's no host, means there's no particular good soup stock. So there's all yeah. sorts of random shit in your steamboat. Means there's all yeah. these random surprising people coming in. This next thing, this uh, 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 yeah, and and I think the cheese tofu is Eminem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the cheese tofu is definitely Eminem. He got introduced, but like the way that he got introduced was very random because. I don't even remember whether before or after the award that they were giving was it the best song. I think so, right? Was it? Did the Elton I, John I, perform before or after? He performed after. Like I remember Eminem was halfway through the the Oscar ceremony. It's damn weird because it was the Hamilton dude, right? Lin Manuel. Uh... What's more random is that the guy that introduced Lin Manuel uh, Miranda right. is. <laughs> Is in his newer, like the latest film, right. which is directed by John Chu, the crazy rich Asian John director. John M. Chu, right. So basically, there's this new movie called In the in Heights. In the Heights, In the Heights, which is his yeah. uh, previous musical. Exactly. So this guy that introduced Lee Manuel Miranda is in that film, right. and then introduced the Lee Manuel uh, <laughs> Lee, uh, Miranda, and then introduced <laughs> Eminem. Can you imagine like the amount of effort the the organizers went through? They said, oh, okay. Uh, who's free? Okay, let's take it all. <laughs> Everything put inside. It's so mix, stupid. Mix, 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 mix. Eh? Eminem has been doing this thing. It, it has been his go-to thing in concerts for a long time. So you, what happens is, jing, 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 the lose yourself place, right? And then the elevated pedestal, right? The elevated <laughs> stage comes up, right? So for the past few years, whenever Eminem is a surprise guest at somebody's concert, right? <laughs> he will come out of the stage through an elevated stage you know like some god like that that will come out from the ground <laughs> like a master chef contestant that that has and he's been wearing the same hat no you know you know that hat that he's wearing that yeah, yeah, yeah. you should stop wearing since eight years ago but he's still wearing that hat and he's out of breath and and there's all yeah. this all these <laughs> hysterical reactions oh. i think a lot of people will say that uh that's one of the worst parts and the most random parts of uh But but also one of the best. One of the worst and one of the best. It's parts. the best. I love it. Okay, we, we should we should not digress. We should start from the, the beginning. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Which is the the red carpet, right? Well let's skip the red carpet. Yep. Because if, if we, we go by the start, then the start will be the Chris Rock and the Chris Martin. Eh, not Chris Martin, what am I talking? Steve Martin mo- 
monologue but not so monologue thing, right? I actually, I actually didn't see that bit because I watched thirty minutes in. Right. I started thirty minutes in. And it's and it's very annoying because like it gives you the impression like they are the host, so it's like oh my god, are they surprise hosting? So if they they, and and you wouldn't mind that because that they have each like. I don't know, twice or three times experience in hosting the Oscars. But then, oh no, they are just coming out for this four-minute speech and no, then they went with their random host segment, which makes the whole thing even more confusing. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. And then, what were the first few awards that they gave? I'm guessing like Best Supporting Actor or something was first few. Best Supporting Actor was the first, definitely. Like every year, it's either Best Supporting Actor or Actress. Yeah. So I missed that, missed that part, but obviously it went to Brad Pitt. Yeah, it went to Brad Pitt. Anything else interesting that happened? Which award you start seeing? I think it probably a uh, script. Probably started with script. I started with like the uh, original screenplay. Oh, that's where like shit starts to get serious already. Yeah, yeah which which got to Bong Joon Ho. Yeah. Parasite, and then uh, adapt the screenplay. Then the, then the whole Maya Rudolph thing. What was that before? That, I think that was after, right? I think it's after. That's after. That was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that is one of the best parts as well. Because Maya Rudolph and I think Kristen Wiig should just host host the the next one. But then again, they might end up they might end up like the Amy Poehler and um, Tina Fey situation. Which was what? They hosted the Oscars for one year, no? And then, like, it didn't go down very well with some people. Oh, okay. I think so. I think so. Like, some of the jokes that didn't went well, I think they hosted for one or two years. Because I only watched the starting part, and then after that, I have to go and play basketball for some reason. And then when I was outside, couldn't I couldn't watch. And you get all these live updates, but somehow you can watch, like, YouTube clips, no? Of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's of the funniest thing. Because, you know, when you watch these YouTube clips, right? <laughs> Then people will prevent crop copyright. Then you'll watch halfway and then there's this weird zoom in. <laughs> weird extreme zoom in to the to the face. And then people are like, why are the cuts so terribly cut? <laughs> and then there's like weird twinkling piano music behind to to prevent the, 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 the music copyright as well. Maybe we should mention about our predictions and who did or did not win in our predictions. I think it, I think what was it, the biggest what was the biggest surprise like from your predictions what was the biggest surprise that didn't get or you know oh i think i think i did pretty shit there. uh i i, mm-hmm. I got i got sound editing right which went to ford versus ferrari you eh, know no, no yeah. sound mixing sound mixing sound mixing sound ed- editing went to uh 197 yeah. 1917 though and then uh, I, I think we I think got we all got, the acting one correct right yeah, the acting one we got correct. Uh, Brad Pitt, Laura Dern, and then the main actors one. Yeah, c- uh, cinematography. Yeah, that was like on lockdown. He mm. was gonna get it no yeah. matter what. I got best. Do we? Do you? Oh, do you say the best documentary? Pi- the right. best documentary. Yeah, both was. of us said for summer I was gonna win it. Yeah, American Factory. But yeah. then, yep. plot thickens. Obviously, it was backed by Obama's production company. Yep. And then, what what else is there? What else is there? There's the... Yes, I got Best Animated Feature right. I say Toy Story was going to win it because they just uh, love Pixar. Uh, I got Best Adapted Screenplay wrong because I said The Irishman was going to get it, but it was Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. So you got that right. Oh, I did? Yeah, you got that right, right? Editing went to Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, which I was because what did I say? Was it Parasite? 
I think we said Parasite, right? I think you said Parasite deserved it, but you said it probably would have got the fault versus for oh, Yeah, so thumbs up for me, man. Visual effects went to 1917. Yeah, I said Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> Best makeup and hairstyling went to Bombshell. I said Melissa. Which is very, which is very strange. Which is very strange. Um, yeah, yeah, and then costume went to Little Woman. Yeah, expected. But but when you look at acting nominations, it's where you have the more like it's more spread out. Like, the, the, there's this random inclusions like Harriet, you know. Cynthia. Yeah, but that's that's cause like remember when I said like because nine out of ten of the films basically you have a male lead, so it's so hard to nominate right, right, right. a female lead, and they just randomly. That's why you have like Harriet. Yeah, which is, which is where, why like and and you can't and they can't afford to nominate everybody that's in like Little Woman, for example. Yeah, yeah. That'll be that'll be interesting though. Yeah, J Lo got snubbed, man. Mhm. Yeah, J Lo got snubbed. I mean. But at the same time, it wasn't like the best thing in the world to be nominated for Hustlers. How, how is Hustlers? Is it a good movie? It's, tr- it's, it's a trashy good movie. It's a good trashy movie. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you look at the acting nominees this year, you know, you know the acting nominees is always, is always the thing that uh, it seemed like it's the most predictable. Like, what like the 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 who's nominated or the winner? Who who's gonna win? It's almost mm. like we are just waiting for for them to go out to take the award. Why is it this case? You know, is yeah. it is it because of the campaign? Is it because of the hype? I I I'm I I I'm, I guess a lot comes from the hype, and the and the and the campaigns and the other awards that lead up to, to the eventual the Oscars, Oscars things. Yeah. Yeah. Because if we if we if we look at it if you look at the whole best actor one, uh, mm. it feels as if like when Joker was released from day one, he was he was going to win the he award was like, already. Yeah, he was going to win it. Which I I'm not quite sure about that. No, like, it feels like it's just a series of knee jerk reactions after another, and it's just like ah oh, because it's such a such a such a technically tricky role to to do. Mm. And then people just sort of like from from the beginning they think like oh okay yeah nobody can beat this correct and correct, then going it they don't fully review yeah. the rest of the nominees but they just like what's been fed to them yeah. they just assume that okay yeah. he deserve it I'm gonna give it correct correct but the thing I think the thing about like the Oscars in the last few years is that they have become more with their choices I think they've become more like what's what's difficult. And what and not necessarily what's good, yeah. like you said, like Leo is good, and then uh, M Driver was good, mm. but but uh, Joaquin Phoenix's role was difficult. Yeah, that's why they felt that they sh- that that he should have won. Right, right. Because if you if you take a look at the cinematography uh, category as well, same, they all did a a great job. They were all good. Yeah. But they gave it to Ronald Dickens because it was difficult. Yep. Yeah. And and it's and it, it it almost feels awkward if you give someone else to win, right? And and it's like all part of the show thing, which is like, uh, can you imagine if yeah, I I know Joe Pesci is like really good, but can you imagine if we give him the award and he just doesn't show up, and <laughs> or or he just 
comes on the stage and you know when he won in good fell he went for good fellas in 1990 right he just went on stage right and he took the award right and then he just like uh thank you and then he just walked down <laughs> yep so 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 i think and brad pitt kind of and brad pitt has been like giving all these like knockout speeches so he just all yeah. feels like part of this show you know i think to a certain extent it is it is right like, it probably is it is a show it, it is a show yeah they have to they have to choose what is diplomatically the the right choice that's why i think the thing with oscars is it's always good to always look back at who won and how does it look now does it look just completely stupid or awkward because being in the hype and awarding what is in the hype and awarding the films that could have a long shelf life is a completely different thing yep so uh i think things only really started getting serious in the ceremony where parasite took its first award which is best adapted screenplay so I think I think before the awards ceremony, it it has always been like uh, everybody's kind of rooting for Parasite, but then because uh, Oscar is is this institution kind of known for awarding the wrong Randomly. film, yeah, yeah, and nobody really like people hope for, but they didn't expect it to walk off the night as the as the big winner, Yeah, I mean it was a huge. Like it's, 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 what's even more insane is that everybody was leading up to the Oscars everybody was like oh 1917 got this 1970 got that and you all kind of think that okay 1970 is going to win everything and then all of a sudden you get Parasite best picture like it's, it's one of the best things to see and the best part about it is when Bong Joon-ho uh, when the camera went on Bong Joon-ho when they announced the winner he, he the way that he got up and just went for the stage was like it was a bit of he was expecting it, but at yeah. the same time you can tell he was shocked. But he was so nonchalant about the thing that it, yeah. it made it quite uh funny. Yeah. Because in in the in which in which awards award show that, that he got uh the award and then he said like um uh whether we get the Oscars or not it doesn't matter because that's internet uh is is a is a what is American right 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 uh, American thing it's not an international award something yep, like that. Yep, yep. I think that thing that he said right is there must be something kind of lost in the translation because the the Oscars is such a you know the whole campaign is so like there's all these rules and regulations things almost you know it's like like there's pe- people always say things like oh you know the the director that won the director's guild award you know you will go on to win the Oscar because only six directors in history who won the award never won the Oscars eventually so it's like oh that means Sam Mendes is a lot you know there's this whole kind of structure which is so yeah metaphorical in a sense because Parasite knock off everything and and, and emerge as the victor you know they are like the family in the house and the Oscars is like the rich family at the top and yeah they they, they went up and, and and snatch it away from the institution but like what what is the criteria um for you to be nominated in best picture? Is it in the whole of twenty nineteen they will see whatever films that come out, or is there a certain period? Uh, no, before? I I think it's always a certain period, which is uh okay, the the campaign okay. If we want to say it starts from the year, so it will start from it will start from Sundance. Yeah. So Sundance there will be which is like in in what the... January like now. Yeah. 
So so in this year's Sundance, uh, the hit was the farewell, right? Yeah. And and you will have a lot of your A twenty four films that is released at that year, and there was a year where what was that? Call me by your name was in Sundance as well. Uh, what's Manchester by the Sea was released in Sundance as well. So those films garnered enough hype all the way to September, which you have yeah. a Telluride Film Festival, Toronto Film Festival, and those films will play at that time as well. So I guess yeah. that is their campaign. Uh, but this year, The Farewell mm, just kind of got shut off in the Oscars, but it had a strong campaign coming in, in the Golden Globes, in the Independent Spirits, and yeah, and and whatever other other awards like. So so there's that Sundance one, and then there's the Cannes Film Festival one in the May season. But the thing about Cannes is that it feels that whatever. Pe- films that are big and huge at that point of time that win the awards they will at most end up in the best foreign film best international feature category yeah like like it will die down in that sense no yeah correct uh means that oh yeah your best film that win your palm d'or it's only gonna end up as your country's representative in the oscars you know what i mean yeah like yeah uh, it just because that's that's interesting as well because like the US and the UK Parasite didn't come out until like what this month yep or last month US came out earlier but I think UK just came out like a few weeks ago right which is yeah 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 and US I think came out maybe two months ago in December or something but but it's it's, it's, maybe that was their plan to to release that late in the US and UK so that they get a bit of traction before going into the Oscars but like it just didn't seem the 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 hype the hype for for parasite just didn't die down. Yep, I think, uh, I think who distribute your film is very important because uh, the year before the Palm Door winner was uh Shoplifters right, Corinda, yeah. and as much hype as it get, all it went was uh, best international feature, which was formerly known as best foreign film. Mm. And and it still couldn't win because the award went to Roma, which is this huge juggernaut film. And speaking of Roma, jo- uh, Roma's campaign started in Venice, which is in s- September. Yeah. And and Venice has has for a few years been the festival where eventual huge Oscar winners go to la. Uh, Shape of Water, La La Land. Uh, yeah. So in that regard, they have been kicking the ass of Ken. Can, yeah. Yeah. So 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 last year, I think it, I think it was Magnolia Pictures that was the distributor for Shoplifters, and I think Shoplifters for all the hard warmth and everything, it's kind of also hard to push to such big parasite levels. Uh. But I think Paris Parasite is just too it's just too shocking in 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 a sense already. And Neon Neon was the distributor for for Parasite, and I think they kind of did it in a very smart way as well. Yeah. Well, which is which is good for them in yeah. that case, because like obviously it's a very big thing, mm. uh, for Asian cinema. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even matter. It's funny because like we, we are not we are not in South Korean film industry, but like when you, you just hear proud. that, yeah, you you feel very proud as an Asian seeing that. Oh my God! Like Asian cinema is like finally recognized in in such a big standing. But it's also funny because it's like, why are we feeling proud that it won such a big uh, it won this award that is like solely built by Hollywood. 
you know, like we 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 are we grow up thinking that Hollywood is the biggest, uh, how do you say, like the biggest thing in film, like they are the the gods of film essentially, right, right, right. which is which is like yes, it's partly true, but at the same time, um, what like how what are we comparing to that we think that is is become you know that we think that winning the Oscars is such a big thing, but I guess what we are, I guess what we're proud of is more that. It, like the world gets to see or the world is recognizing mm-hmm. it in that sense. Yeah. You, you know, I thought, is, is that, I, I thought about that. I thought about that actually. Like, like yeah, what, what is the big deal about the Oscars, right? It's very easy to say that mm, the Oscars is like this very bourgeois and very white, self-inclusive kind of uh, award ceremony. Mm. But the thing is, the Oscars are bloody important actually. It is mm. still very important, and the it thing, sets it sets the standard. It, it, it sets, sets the, the tone because Hollywood is still, after all, the main machine. Even though China yeah. is on the rise, even though Korea is on the rise, even though there's major industries everywhere, Hollywood mm. it still kind of dictates the flow of cinema, at least since post-war, you know. Uh, yeah, and. Because of this, people are obsessed. People are obsessed about the Oscars. The kind of psychology that it kind of create in people. Like I like I said, it's the the rich family in Parasite. People want that shit. You know, people are all trying to covet that thing. Does it eventually in the existential sense mean anything? Maybe not. But you know, once you get on stage and you grab that gold slender award, you just felt as if like you got the biggest catharsis on your life and you can see very evidently that is what happened when the entire Parasite cast and crew went up you yeah. know when yeah. when when the producer said I feel this is a very opportune moment in history is happening that shit touched mm-hmm. me man because it felt mm-hmm. like it's like you know we bloody stormed the gate and we made it yeah and, and, and it just made perfect sense that Bong Joon-ho is that person and the South Korean film is that Asian film to kind of make it to there make as that. well because yeah. their industry has been quietly kicking ass for the last like 15 years yeah. and because they have been run by these conglomerates this this big industries while they are very East Asian they are incredibly Hollywood influenced in a sense as well Mm, they're basically the Hollywood of of of, of Asia. Yeah, yeah. But the, the good thing about it is that there's still the the, the very equal balance of um, commercial mm. stuff mm. and 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 like indie mm. indie films as well at the same right, time, which right, is great. Right. Yeah. yeah. And if we go through the history and we see, it's very very warm and encouraging to know how many people actually want Parasite to win. Mm. Even even people in the States, people in the UK, like the way they mm. you can see that people want justice. Like it, it felt like it's it's some sort of justice but if Parasite wins. Because mm. for the first damn time, the Academy actually awards somebody who deserves it. Yeah. And it and it's very like it's 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 quite interesting because like yesterday in the morning after I watched Oscars, I actually went and watched Parasite out uh, in the evening. Uh, in the cinema. For the second time. Yeah, in the cinema right. for the second time. Uh, and it was a 9 p.m. showing on a Monday night. Right. And the cinema was 
booked out. We were sold out. Right. Yeah. And like, it's, it's, it's so nice to see where, where people... Uh, but I, I don't know if it was booked out because everybody was like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that film won the Oscars. In a way, it might be a good thing that it won the Oscars as well because yeah. that's how people was like, oh, okay, the people that are not in the industry to, to, to push them to go and see these kind of international films. Right. Um, yeah, so, so it was quite uh, uh, nice to see everybody enjoying uh, like the, the film. And when you watch it for the second time, it's actually, you, yeah. you, there's so much more details in that yeah. film that you don't notice it in the first time. I, I think that Mm, for this South, South Korean ensemble to be on Hollywood's biggest stage, right, it historically also mean a lot of things. Because if you look at South Korean and American relations, if you go back, there's that bloody Korean Han, you know. America used to, to, to run Korea in a, in a sense, in a historical sense. So to prevent them from falling into communist hands, they just pump money in and just run, run them almost like a puppet state, lah. So yeah. they, Korea has always in the past kind of been dependent on America in, I, I wouldn't say it's in the most willing way until it sort of become independent and it become its own uh, democracy and, 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 and all that. And you see in the last few years, whether is it as a country, as a, as a society, and in this case, the movie industry, it push itself up until it become itself and it comes back to where yeah to the master's hands and it's like F you man yeah mm. <laughs> good job for Parasite man good job for Parasite I'm just happy to see like Song Kang Ho up there cause like that's yeah. the, that's the good long actor, time man. coming yeah and long time coming and he's just like standing there he's smiling you can see everyone's faces there they were just they are just like surreal you know yeah, and the fact is, is right. Like his status in South Korea is 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 literally equivalent to him being like I don't know the Brad Pitt or the Leo DiCaprio of South yep. Korea. Yep. But like he, nobody knows him, but he, at the same time he's so humble. But he's a bloody good actor. Yep. yep you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so another thing is we keep pouring all these praises on 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 Parasite. I guess we also have to kind of talk about Parasite and and kind of expand a little bit what is so goddamn good about this film. Why do people feel this deep, deep need for Parasite to win the Oscars rather than 1917, which is uh, what people consider more like a technical marvel? Mm. Why is the Parasite so good? You can always tell people, oh my god, uh, you, it's best to go in cold uh, so that you don't know what's coming. If we break it down, why is this movie so bloody good? I think, like, even when I was watching it the second time, even when I, uh, how do you say, I've seen it the first time, right? Mm. It doesn't matter whether I've seen it or not. I still get shocked at the same moments that I did the first time, mm. you know? Uh, but I think I think the film is good because it's relatable in with every type of audience. Mm, 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 mm. Like you don't you don't have to be like you can be, yeah. Like it's it's, it's just anybody that likes any type of films will enjoy Parasite. It doesn't matter if you like action film, romance film, mm. comedy film, or like pure indie film. Yeah. You will enjoy it because it is accumulation of all the different genres that 
South Korean film industry is built on yep. and what uh, Bong Joon-ho is capable of you know mm. so it's, it's like it's like it's just amalgamation of everything that he he's done so far in his career and yeah and, and, and you just understand like even the subtext or sub- subtle details that only like film geeks like us would go and uh, go into the detail of what is this what does this mean what is happening with that like you don't like have to go that much into it and you just get it mm. but if you go into detail of it you just get a, a right. deeper sense, a, a feeling yeah. of what he wanted to convey yep. but on the surface you immediately get it already and right. that is like such powerful filmmaking you yeah. know I, I think I think you are hitting on, 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 on a point there about how Mm, anybody who's watch it, you, you, you like it because uh, the idea is so easy, but it's also there's a lot of levels beneath it. Uh, and and I think this is this is what Bong Joon Ho succeed. Uh, more than a lot of other foreign films, if we if we, if we if, so so to speak, because it is so accessible. Mm. But at the same time, there's artistry to it. It's yeah. the, the the flow and the rhythm of it. You see, you see Spielberg, you see Scorsese, some Scorsese in in montages, you know the the beautiful montages. You see, you see Hitchcock, you know you see all this Western kind of presentation, uh, almost Western craft as well. But yeah. the, the meaning of the things that from the rock to the to the family dynamics to 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 to, to the way they speak is is super mm. East Asian. It's super Korean. Yeah. So so it has this super. It has this crazy weird mix. Even the house, you know, the the, the house that they film in, you know, it mm. it's so specific. That it's this Zen uh, architect kind of house. That uh, that you you watch on YouTube videos online. Oh yeah, this is a special architect house uh, by this uh, Scandinavian architect. That kind, like it couldn't even mm. be a colonial house. It couldn't even be like a normal rich person's uh, penthouse. It has to be that design. So I think I think I think Bong has all these intricacies in his mind. But when he presented it out, it's so clear cut and so articulate. Yeah. A lot of films in the next few years is going to try to kind of be the next parasite, uh, which is going to be bloody annoying. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Oh, it's this house is up and down, uh, geography. And then, yeah, and then use space. that idea of like, oh, like uh, class system. Okay, yeah. let's get them in the basement or blah 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 blah. Yep, yep, yep. They try to imitate. It's a great use of space, though. The film, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like like when I watched it on the second time, I really like wow production design is next level. Like the way that they shoot around the house, the spaces is yeah. just very smart, very very smart. Could could you could you uh expand on that? What 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 is the intelligence behind? No, like like it's just what you say. Like the great use of space, you know. Right. Like how they when when you're on the top floor, is you see such a big space everything is wide um, you, you see the expand of, of, of what the rich people have and uh, and then you have these people that are, that are like middle class or in and, and the house that they live in is a semi-basement and then when you go towards the end 
uh, this is a disclaimer, by the way, for, for, for people that haven't seen the film, please stop listening. But then, like, when you go into the end of the film, you have the basement where it's like two levels down and it gets so small, it's a narrow hallway, mm. it's so claustrophobic. Mm. It's like, it's literal usage of the idea of a class system, but yeah. like, it's just clever the way that he chooses to represent it through imagery or like, or mm production design, yeah. you know, it's just subtle subtle ways that he, he chooses to, to show it. Right. It's not in your face. Yeah. You know? And and it's also funny. It's it's a it's a funny film. The the, the thing about Parasite is that after you finish watching the film, then you realize that for the last two hours you have been staring at a mirror. And and it is making you feel certain things. It's making you feel uh if you're rich, you know, it make you feel about yourself, you know, or yeah. how have I been behaving? If you are poor, you definitely can relate to that. But as a general to the middle class as well, I guess it's yeah. even more powerful because you feel both things. You feel you can relate to the poor, but you also relate to, oh, this is how I've been spoiled and how comfortable... Yeah. Uh, I, I am as a person which is why it's so universally powerful in that sense and then it's also backed up by the craft that we spoke about which is in a sense very palatable for international audiences as well it has that it has that Hollywood magic in it you know mm-hmm. yeah, that Hollywood magic that 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 at this point of field time I think only South Korean films kind of can bring it yeah Mm. Do you feel like what 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 do you feel what impact did it have on you after you watched the the film? Uh What just, what what do you think about what was what went through your mind? I watched I watched the film like three times already. I think I think second time it definitely you 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 expect a little bit more. You get affected at different points. Yeah. The 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 montage in the middle is still the best shit ever la, you know that 10 minutes the one where they they start taking over yeah the way yeah you know the way you use things like a pitch yeah that is filmmaking man you know using a simple thing like a pitch to bring out greed and inadvertent maliciousness in people just by mm. using a fruit yeah, I think that's that's film school for for kids out there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and and you yeah, you feel like your heart just been carved out la, at, at at the end. And another really great feeling is that okay, I've I want to go back and watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. So so that that is always a a good feeling a a film can give you. When a normal film viewer, like like you know, my friend who doesn't really watch much films, is like, "Oh, I didn't realize there's so many details." You know, I went YouTube and check out uh, what this actually means, what the rock means, and everything. Then you realize, oh, this film is also bringing film literacy and film awareness to the general public. Mm. It's going to change the climate of films uh, in in the next few years as well. What is what mm. is your so-called art house film? You know, like like a commercial film can also bring out those mm, levels of artistry that your art house film bring you yeah 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 so yeah that's a great night great night for for Parasite 
and uh before before we end this 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 episode um fun let's do a let's do a outtake let's, um, my question to you because you are such a big basketball fan and what did you what, feel what, what when in memorial this? yeah let me finish let me finish you see yeah. you just intercut me and then now you have to cut out what the fuck okay okay <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> I have to restart again. No, it's fun. Yeah, let's just continue. Uh, um, is that when Billy Eilish came out and he was singing in memory period, and then when Kobe Bryant came out, how did you feel, John? Since you are such a big basketball fan, it's just you know no fun la. fact. Let's bring just, it into the kind of expected lah. Kind of expected. Uh, they're gonna put Kobe there, yeah. I was surprised they put Godfrey Gao there though. Were you surprised? A little bit, but I mean, he acted in like a couple of Hollywood films. Right, so. right, right. Yeah, so yeah. so good for that lah. Good, good for. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I thought Billie Eilish sang the song quite well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Billie Eilish is going to win the Oscar next year because she's singing the new James Bond <laughs> uh, theme song. So uh, expect she's her gonna... in, in different hair color. Whispering and the song a through. different Maybe a Gucci outfit Instead of a Chanel outfit Yep maybe. Yep Billie Eilish Yeah mm. But uh, the the best music performance Was still uh, Eminem Lose Yourself Yeah that, That's <laughs> who, my, who that's my even, hot take Who wasn't even uh, Nominated in any But was just there As a Tidbit A very uh, Very good tidbit Our cheese tofu Of the night Our cheese tofu Of the night Yeah Okay And, and from cheese tofu I guess Uh it's time to end this steamboat of a podcast session. that we have. Yeah. Yep. So good, good steamboat session. Good steamboat session. Good first steamboat in a in a long time. Yep. So okay. hope everyone have a have a nice time listening to our podcast and have mercy on us. Have a <laughs> see good you, night. See you the next time. See you the next we time. Catch up the next time. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.